Hello friends, hello my dear friends and welcome back to another episode of La Subida del Dead Snacks from Jones and well I know that a lot of time I can only fast since the, the previous episode but don't worry because uh, it's going to well we can we came back again and in these next weeks are going to be to have um, weekly episodes again so well as I, as I explained in the beginning of, the, of this second season um, we're going to have a, a little pauses between some episodes and well don't not worry about that because you're, ha you're still enjoying, enjoying, enjoying <laughs> um, episodes and well I have Don't worry. Um, well, this, if you don't know, Nochistlan is a pretty old town, and it's, it's sorry, yeah, it's an it's older town to some big cities like Guadalajara, and well, the events um, here occurred in that place. That also, it's related to a story of um, of indigenous that lives there a lot of times ago. When the when this when the con, con, the Spanish conquerors came to Mexico, and when the the France the France the France soldiers, um, come here too, that it is Tenamasli, um, uh, indigenous that fight for its 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 lands and and kick out and uh, the Europeans, and uh, well the story is related with that but. Well, I'm going to start now because um, see, every, these events um, occur in colonial times, not in that times. And it's about a middle-aged woodcutter with uh, submissive appearance and, well, a scraggy figure. And so he was poor and have very few resources. 
um, and this man was called Serafio, and whose humble about was precisely on the southern stones of what it is known as Cerro del Tuiche, that it is in Nochistlan. So one day, um, when he was climbing the aforementioned hill, he hears that the dundindan of some bells of and of the church because it was a holy Thursday and without a doubt he went to the glory he went to the to the church before before they before close and he quickly descends the hill carrying some firewood and finds his wife in the kitchen. So well he returns going up to where he was listening to the chimes believing that a mass will be celebrated and almost at the top of the twitch um, it is a set of stones that based on the information they contain could be considered sacred and these stones sounds like the most varied musical touch of shares and it is enough to to resonate with almost a metallic sounds like bells so Seraphio gets drunk with the song of the stones and he begins to descend through the eastern part of the hill and finds a cave so the gap is narrow thinking about the part of the hill and so he finds a cave in the hill and the, and um, he enters to the cave and inside this cave he discovers a white tunnel and and he suddenly throws toward it so I don't know. Well, he was he was feeling fear, and and at the end of this, he he finds a goat. So, um, as you know, the goats some goats are very aggressive, but this was not a normal goat, because this goat was pretty big, and so like two mirrors, I I've heard it or two or three mirrors so it was a big goat and and this this goat and uh, went to to attack him but he with a technique starts to well to miss to miss it to miss those attacks so the animal returns and tries to run into it but in an instant, um, with that, um, well, the Seraphio <laughs> grabs his horns and whips it against the walls of that tunnel. And a pitiful moat is heard from the animal, and instantly the beam of light sprouts from one of the walls. He curiously advances on that luminosity and does not realize that he was, he, uh, that he is beginning to descend. And later out finds a staircase going down and then beyond that a pyramid and around him several calpulins. And inside inside that um, a thought was in the hill. And but he is there in a tremendous reality at the base on the pyramid through which he was descended and important avenue begins. So he walks through it as if it is were a cloud of cotton, and in there was an indigenous city, Eps, 
and despite the morning mist on the right side, the main avenue Teresa Garden with exotic fruits, so Seraphiders to good juicy oranges, yellow apples, and appetizing apricota, and throws them in his backpack. And going through another avenue, he meets his parents, grandparents, and great great grandparents. So the idea that he has died vanishes, uh, because well, in that time in the tunnel he was thinking that. And so they start to talk to him about many things and he tells them others. And at a short distance he looks at a pyramid adorned with stone figures and several lookouts everywhere. So Serafu asks an Indian who, because of his clothing, appears noble because of the toner. Sorry, <clears throat> I'm a little bit sick. The owner of that pyramid is from the great Tenamaxli that it is the guy who, who I told it at the beginning of the story. And, and the Namaste replies that at this moment they are celebrating the death of Tonatiuh Alvarado that, ah, sorry, and the fire in Guadalajara. So, well, but that happened a long time ago. Uh, no, he is also telling them that his brother, the trader, is going to give himself to the Spaniards and they immolate him. Well, there's a lot of part, but the case is that Serafio could, could get out of that place because well, he wasn't go he wasn't going to be dead. And well, in this car, this was the Calitic Cascan town, and it was near of the pyramids. And the people dress is interesting here that I remember. So, Serafio thinks about going back, and neither glory once more if there were glory should already close. And he takes a few steps back to the Sir Templey leaves the place and returns along the main road, painting up the stairs in, by which before he has a descent and leaves that mysterious cave to the outside world. By then, the afternoon was already fading in the environment, so he brought it hungry and came back to home. And from the schedule, he takes out of the trees that he had cut for, he had cut, sorry, from that botanical paradise and the surprise was absolute when he was taking uh, all the orange barons and apricots and they had turned it into pieces of gold and already rich Don Serafio um, gathers to his family and goes to live in Ochistlan uh, he bought a house for each son and for himself of course <laughs> and well that's the end I know that it's a, a little confusing story, but it's a way that I heard it. So thank you for listening to my podcast. I'm going to see you in the next the next time. And I hope that you had a terrifying weekend. Bye bye.